computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Technology Podcast, where each episode we discuss technology but in a simple way. We keep the explanation simple, but what we spend our time on is emphasizing what this technology means to you and how you can best utilize this technology for you and your business. Your host, as always, Thomas Angleo. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Technology Podcast. We have a very special guest who I must tell you, just prior to going live on the air, I said, are you ready for this? And she says, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> first person, a first woman ever heard say that to me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have IBM's, uh, IBM Norway's head of security. She is IBM's expert in security. She knows it all. Ladies and gentlemen, we are a pleasure to have Marie Grini. Marie, say hello to everybody, please. Hello, guys. Hope everyone is uh, good and well in these times of uh, this uh, pandemic that we are facing. So, and I'm really looking forward to talking to you today and participating in this podcast. That will be amazing. Yes, it's going to be amazing, Marie, because I'm going to put you on the spot. So, uh, this is Thomas Englerald, your Director of Innovation for IBM. And uh, we are going to focus on security. Marie, Marie is our expert. She is IBM's expert on security. And when it comes to security, that is a global issue, especially when it comes to your network. Any one of you, I don't care whether you are a uh, new employee all the way up to the CEO of a company, security is a huge concern for the company. From the employee level to emails that, that employees get that they shouldn't be clicking on, all the way to securing your company's infrastructure. So, Marie, let's start in a very simple, simple question and we'll take it from there because people, I don't think today, really spend enough time thinking about security or investing in security. Why is security so damn important and i say damn because it is important but i don't think people like get it enough so please elaborate and remember keep it simple why is security so important yeah i think that um, it's all back to trust you know and, and to safety and to feeling secure in the world and actually that's um, a very fundamental need for uh, for us uh, people and I guess that we can see it now in the times of pandemics as well, that some things that you kind of all the time take for granted, that your everyday life will be secure, that your business will be secure, that everything will, will go fine. Uh, there are so many things that you kind of, um, uh, as a human, we are used to kind of, um, um, of habits. We are making rules from what we are used to experience, and that's often happening with us also in, in business. We are used to that every day is, is fine, that nothing bad happens, etc. But in the end, it's a little bit about uh, being prepared for that uh, we won't let anything bad happen to us, and uh, that we are prepared to uh, handle it in case something bad happens to us. 
And that's really uh, the counterintuitive um, practice of doing uh, the security of your business um, every day. That's kind of working with your brain, so to say, to make it accustomed to the fact that um, your, your security and your safety and all these things that you take for granted sometimes as a human, they are not coming for free. They are something that we actually have to systematically build into the fabrics of, your, of our business. And it's something that we need to build into the culture of our business. And it's something that needs to be the responsibility of everyone working in your business and, and part of what you present also out to your, your customers as reasons of why they should trust you as the business. So I think it should be a very, very natural part of how we are um, doing our, our job, all of us. I'm, I'm in awe. My jaw is on the desk right now of your answer. Wow. I mean, I think you, 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 what a wonderful answer because you connected security so wonderfully to what's going on in life today, right? We've, we've, we lost a bit of our security with everything that's going on, all the chaos, all the crisis and everything. And you're absolutely right. We've taken it for granted, but now security is something that we must think about all the time. Excellent. Let's look at security. Yeah, when you're talking about that, I also wanted to mention one thing I thought about lately, and that um, is, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum. They, for some years ago, they had a report on on uh, a hyper-connected world, which I think is really hitting us now when we see this pandemic pandemic situation. And there was that um, report regarding also how the hyper-connected world is impacting us when it comes to cyber security. But I really think that we see how the world is so connected, you know, everything that was maybe before small little things that happened in a corner of the world with all these uh, connections that we have both physically and the um, uh, digital connections. So the way that the internet waves us all, uh, um, it has woven us all together, it's making us also more vulnerable for, uh, for events that um, and that could hit us. So I think that um, it makes me reflect um, also on cybersecurity, the, the situation we are today. Uh, you know, Marie, you, you, you explain things so well, I think you should host this podcast. <laughs> 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 really, that, you're, you're so good. I don't even have to remind you to keep it simple. This, that means beautiful what you're saying. Um, you, you talked about the hyper-connected world. And, and I think some people may be going, what, what does that mean? Would you mind just elaborating a little bit? What is the hyper-connected world and what world did we come from and why is the now hyper-connected world important? Can you talk about that? Yeah, I think that it is a little bit about um, the, the realities of the internet, so to say. Because if you think about it, when we are talking now um, only on, on a webcast, connections and, and our voices are kind of um, uh, going in all kinds of weird places, over all kinds of weird connections. And um, uh, when we are doing, uh, uh, for example, um, internet banking or we are doing um, uh, connecting with our friends uh, through social media today, uh, um, the internet is taking 
us into a world that is kind of conne connecting us together through a lot of different nations and a lot of different um, um, electronic data systems. So um, you also see that businesses today, before maybe they had uh, data centers that were isolated from each other, and that maybe had um, um, simple uh, internet connections only out of the internet. But if you look at it today, how um, also business applications are talking to a lot of different parts and bits and pieces, and they are maybe connected uh, to to systems that are um, standing in, in totally different countries in, in totally different data centers. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it's it's about how everything is connected in, in quite complex ways that not always all of us even know, um, you know? So, so it, this is again, well said. So in this hyper-connected world where we're connected in so many ways, and as you said a moment ago, we don't even know how we're connected. The question is, how do we secure ourselves? How do we secure our company? Um, where, where, where would you like to start? Where, what, I mean, because you're the, you're the expert. Um, how how yeah, do we yeah. how do we implement insecurity in our lives? How do we implement security in our business? Please. I think that it all starts with the the business culture, and it all starts with the um, uh, the leadership. So it all starts with that somebody in your company says that yes, actually security matters to us. It is important that we take this matter seriously. It's important to our customers. It's important to our reputation. Um, it's important to all of our employees that um, we have this this in order. So it. It all um, it all starts at that point, and I so, think that unless it starts with the leaders, that um, um, that has a difficulty to actually get into some um, systematic approach to such uh, domain, which is it's actually uh, needed to succeed in security. You need to have a systematic approach that starts from the top. So let's 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 break that down because that's really important. And how many? In your experience, how many leaders out there are taking security serious enough, percentage-wise? 80% of all leaders take security serious enough, or is it more like 30%? Where are we at in your experience? Uh, I think that the businesses today are struggling to keep up because the, 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 the changes are happening very fast. And we see that, for example, now that we are um, also moving uh, increasingly to the cloud, that uh, that uh, businesses are very aware that they are, have a, a gap when it comes to their security, that it is um, a lag that uh, they they need to, to fix. And I think that currently there is the, the majority of businesses will need to uh, increase uh, their security practices going forward. Um, yeah, I think that it's uh, both for small medium businesses and for, for the larger ones that um, the small medium businesses might uh, start to uh, see that also that they need to look more into how they are securing their business. And, and the larger enterprises see that um, their um, business is changing massively. And because of that, they ha are lagging with also their security practices that, which need to keep up. 
Perfect. You gave me a lot to work on. So let me let me emphasize one thing, and then we move to the next subject. So to emphasize the last point, and the reason why I brought it up was this. There are a lot of leaders out there listening to this podcast right now, and I want them to understand that they're not alone in having fallen behind in properly securing, securing their company. All right? So I think it's really important that a lot of people now understand that you're not alone. And it's not too late. Am I right, Marie? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the many businesses out there are seeing that uh, there is a shortage in, in um, security skills and expertise and that uh, um, they need to modernize their approach to security and they need to look into how they can um, be prepared for the ever-increasing cyber attacks that are um, on to us. I can mention that only in IBM's um, uh, threat report that was published in um, uh, January, uh, we saw a massive increase in um, Internet of Things attacks or, or industrial systems attacks. And that um, uh, this is, a, a, I think, that uh, something that is a, of a big concern because we see that uh, Industrial systems like um, uh, oil and gas and um, uh, power systems, and a lot of these type of uh, systems that maybe before was kind of a little bit un isolated from the internet and the kind of commodity IT, they're increasingly getting connected to to the same infrastructure, and we we, we see that. Uh, it is not always they are ready for that world, that hyper-connected world that we were talking about. And then uh, we see that there is a, a need to strengthen the security in those sectors to prepare for that reality. I think you just touched on one of the hottest topics going forward into the future. And uh, we need to spend a couple of minutes on that and break down what you talked about. And that is, you mentioned the Internet of Things, all these devices, right? So let's make it really simple when we talk about Internet of Things, because uh, that requires a podcast unto itself. But the Internet of Things is all these uh, devices being very specific um, uh, home security cameras. Right now, you can go on eBay or Amazon and buy uh, for 40 US dollars. You can buy a cheap web camera that connects to your wireless network and you're 24 hours a day, 24 seven, you have a live stream of your uh, inside your house, outside your house or whatever. But these cameras, because they're so cheap, they're part of the internet of things, right? They're a device connected now to the internet, but they don't have the best security built into them. Am I right? Exactly, because many times those things were part of an ecosystem where it was not so important to protect against threats from the internet, right? They, they were not connected before, so they don't necessarily have the practices to regularly update against security patches. They are not the, um, um, the, the software security or even the software that is on those um, uh, things. They are not um, developed in the same way to be robust against IT attacks, and they don't have these um, security practices. Uh, and of course, uh, and I won't say that the security practices in all, all parts of development, software development, are, uh, are perfect. Also, but you know, in these type of environments that were not used to being connected to the internet, 
I think that it is it, it is a fact that um, uh, software is not always um, prepared for 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 that type of connection. And also the hard, uh, yeah, the firmware and all of that. You know, that's why we have seen attacks um, that have been quite massive uh, by the use of um, exploiting vulnerabilities in such uh, devices connected to the internet. So I think I think you, you let me let me re-emphasize what you're saying and and break it down even one step further. The devices. And equipment you've had in your factory, in your office, in your networks, wherever in the world, some of it that's that's uh, already been there for quite some time. You're seeing you're you see an opportunity to connect it to the internet, so you can start gathering data from it. What a wonderful thing to gather more data from your existing expenditures that you already spent, all your infrastructures out there. That's fantastic. But as Marie just said, it's not secure. It wasn't built with security in mind. So that is your well, your point right now, you're probably gonna save a lot of companies from a lot of losses and a lot of heartache down the road for people to understand that in this world where the more data you gather, the more data you generate, the more data you take into your analysis to make better decisions for tomorrow, the higher you run a risk putting something into your network that could be insecure. With that, mm. let's, let's give people specific advice. Okay, that was fantastic. I think that was the best, longest warm up in the history of podcasting. <laughs> mm. Let's go straight to advice and let's break it down to two different groups. First group, uh, actually we could do consumers as well, but maybe if we have time, we'll get to there. First group is small and medium businesses. What specific advice do you have for them? And realize small and medium businesses don't have the big budgets to go hire IT specialists and hire big companies. So what advice do you have to the small and medium business leaders out there who are listening, who want to implement the best security possible, but they're not security experts, and they would love your advice. What advice do you have for them? Yeah, so I think that in some of these advice is that um, Security starts with the basics. So uh, it starts with making sure that your uh, systems are patched and that you have your uh, uh, maintenance of, of your IT systems uh, ready. And it also starts with uh, recognizing that uh, you as people are maybe the, the first starting point. You know, all of your um, employees need to be aware that security is important. And uh, you need to know where you, what is the most important security threats that could face your uh, business, and what are the most important data that you have. So for SMB businesses, it might be that you should, um, for example, let's, let's say you're a very small company and you have a very critical um, um, information in, in uh, stored in some of your data systems. Or you have some very important, maybe all of your clients, client records, for example, are stored somewhere. And you yeah, should be aware that that true. is a very crucial asset for you and uh, that it might require protection. You should make sure that you have maybe an agreement with a company that is uh, operating their system for you, that they are actually taking security seriously. Um, you can um, make sure that you have some um, um, some um, mobile 
security software on your laptops and your um, um, mobiles. And um, you can have some uh, awareness about how, uh, how attacks are operating today. For example, uh, through this COVID-19 um, situation that is going on now, we see that um, uh, cyber criminals are exploiting the fear that people are having now about their the insecurity they have, and they are using that situation to send people mails, or they are asking them to do actions on on phone calls. For example, send money from the company out of the, out of the company. Uh, they are defrauding people. They are asking people to. A click on um, attachments or links uh, and infecting them with viruses that way. And I think that it's good to be aware of those type of threat scenarios so that you can have a certain skepticism against such um, attack vectors. So, so some things of some of these things. And of course, in case you have an attack, don't be afraid to call the experts, right? Don't be afraid to call somebody who can help you. And and again, you, you're giving great answers because you cover you gave advice not only for the small and medium business, you also gave great great advice to everybody listening who's now maybe at home, and what is the new habits they should be doing at home or not doing right, and passing that advice on to their family, kids, you know, wife's husband or whatever friends, you know, be very careful in this new world we're in and these opportunistic and let's call them just evil people who are trying to take advantage of this horrible situation. Um, mm -hmm. Let's look now. I would love you to give advice to those people listening who are in bigger corporations. And the, the people I want you to maybe talk to, let's think of this person, the head of uh, the IT department, and then also the CEO of the company itself. What advice would you give to them? Mm, yeah, I think that some of the most important advice is that you have uh, you are signaling and co have com communication that is clear and consistent to all of the all of the people in your business that there is an importance on this topic of security that that is important to your business so that everyone is aware that that is a priority and and after that I think that it needs to be a systematic approach. And you should make sure that you have somebody to hold that role to secure that there is a systematic approach to, to the security work in your business. And that that person is reporting sufficiently high up in your organization. That's something that I would really recommend. Uh, so that you can have a certain good dialogue with the person. What, what is important to your business? What, what, are the, uh, what is the information that is important for you to secure? What are the data systems? What are the assets? What is important for your business to succeed? And, and it's very important that uh, the security work is starting from there. Because we have, we have seen some examples uh, in the past where you have security officers um, that, who are working from a theory of um, securing um, according to rules and what they think are good rules for security. But therefore, maybe forgetting to connect to uh, the leadership or the management of the of the business Great management, and, uh, yeah. and and then you are kind of getting a very big disconnect. 
between what the business tries to achieve and the business strategy and what uh, the security guys are trying to do. And that, that is not a good situation. So you really need to make sure that you have a good alignment and that you uh, you have a clear, good communication with the, between business and security so that the security enables you to actually re reach your strategic goals. That's uh, that's a very very fundamental um, basis for, for for a good security practice, and then you need to have good discussions because sometimes there is a give and take. Sometimes there there are risks that need to be brought up on the table. Sometimes there are very easy ways to mitigate those risks. You can you can do that, and you can very very well reach your strategy in a, even in a better way by, 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 than before because you have a much better robustness. Um, and then you have also situations where there are things you need to discuss, right? You need, for example, if um, you, you are really um, focused on reaching a business goal and you need to do it fast. And then the security guy said that, well, actually these and these, and these risks exist. Um, and we would like to implement this and this and this. And then you say that, okay, but this is taking too much time. Then I won't reach my goal quickly, quickly enough. And then you need to have the discussions on would there be alternative ways to do it? What could yeah. be other approaches? So I think yeah. that this type of dialogue is, is very fundamental. Mary, I, you've been fantastic with the information you provided. And to wrap it all up, I want to just summarize and, and highlight one very specific thing, because it was found in every one of the answers you gave me when I asked you about different aspects of security. And that what that was that it all starts with communication. Or you use the word dialogue as well. That's where security starts. And, and, and I think that is a very powerful message to, to for everybody to to take away from this podcast, because. I think a lot of people from an, from an IT perspective, when they think about security, it gets overwhelming. Oh my God, how do I secure my network? How much is this gonna cost? Oh, how complex is this gonna be? They don't understand that the biggest, most helpful thing you could do is start having a conversation about community, uh, security and then giving people knowledge about just habits, better habits. Just that conversation is the biggest part in terms of security, whether you're a small business, you're a gigantic multinational, communicating and making people more knowledgeable and smarter in what to do to keep your company more secure. Marie, is there any last words you would like to uh, share with everybody listening? I think I just fully support your your uh, conclusion on this uh, dialogue, wow. communication, right. talking together. Absolutely, it couldn't couldn't be uh, put in a better way. I think that's where we where we need to start, and um, um, connect also outside of the business. Co connect with uh, with other experts, get information about what others are doing, uh, what also us vendors can contribute. So so um, don't be alone. Connect, communicate, and work it together. I think that's kind of the perfect way to, to deal with the security. 
I think those are the perfect words to send us out on this wonderful podcast. Marie Greni, IBM's uh, security expert in Norway. I thank you. We thank you so much for your time and sharing your knowledge. This is Thomas Inglero, Director of Innovation for IBM. Once again, I really thank you for all of you spending your time and uh, stay tuned for more amazing podcast with more amazing people like Marie, who actually made my day by saying, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. That was, that was great. Thank you, everybody. Until the next time.